Hello, I'm Lee. I'm Ria. I'm Marley. Number one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at like doing things for me. It's going to take us about two weeks to learn it. Would I want to go to him if I wanted to hug absolutely not? Actually, give yourself a bit of a break. Mayonnaise, <laughs> better out of a jar. I've been overruled, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> We're going to... international. <laughs> yes, we are, thank you. We are um, a listener in Belgium. <laughs> What, what's Belgium got to do with it? Oh, we know they listen, listen in Belgium. Yeah, that's true. And Canada, thank you. And they do, yeah. And Australia. Are you still listening, my best? Do you, you good, do you Australian? <laughs> and he came bending over. <laughs> I don't think that's bad, you know. That's for the two listeners in Australia, thank you. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to episode 19. Is it really worth talking about? Oh, yeah. Welcome back, as I said. So we are <laughs> gathered here today. I don't know what I've gone for. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided we'll do a little opening topic today to talk about what things we miss from our childhood. We just had a little thing. <laughs> I don't know why it was. Well, we've all lost it because we just had a little thought. Oh, before we press record, let's have a little think about things that we might miss. And Marley just shouts from nowhere for summer nights. <laughs> we've all had a bit of a breakout into a Grease song. But you don't like it? I cannot stand that song, no. Do you like the film at all? Yeah, I like Grease. I think it's that song, the bit where they... Sa-ha-ha-na. Yeah, that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> that makes my skin honestly crawl. My toes curl. That is so cool. I actually thought the film was on then. We sang the same. Thank I you. Mean... Should we manage expectations? Sound <laughs> <laughs> like that. Um, so yeah, things that we miss from childhood. So M Dog, you're saying summer nights. What yeah. do you mean summer nights? But I mean, you have winter and childhood too. <laughs> so what when... do you mean summer nights? You summer nights still happen now. It's yeah. like the summer holidays. And like, and nights. Could... <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, that like when you're like you're out playing and like you don't have to be in as early as you normally do and like it smells like summer and. Do you not have that now? Yeah, but like your life's like taken over by more things now, isn't it? So you have suppose, work, yeah. you have things to do, but like that's probably <coughs> in terms of like freedom, probably the most freedom I had. <laughs> it was the summer nights. <laughs> Literally. Literally, it was the summer nights. Okay. <clears throat> so you're allowed to have summer nights, Lee? Um, I do miss like just I, the first thought that came into my head was going out with my mates, just not giving a crap. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Having no responsibilities, probably yeah. that. Because even now, you know you can go out for the <laughs> evening, but you've got to come home to the washing up or you've got to do something. Whereas, yeah, back then, you could literally just go out on the square with your mates, kick a football round, sit and chill. Know your dinner's yeah. being cooked for your own. Exactly. And, we, and I don't know how. Oh, we used to ring 192. We used to go into the phone box and ring 192. which what does is that the, do? It was the telephone directory. Molly, do you remember phone boxes? <laughs> and I don't remember you. I'm slightly them. older than you. But we, they would, if you <laughs> rang up and can, can you tell me the time, please? And what? they would always just say the time. Yeah, so then I knew what time it was. I used to prank call people. We would cherry knock. Oh, cherry knock, yeah. yeah one, two, three, in. Mm-hmm. No, one, two, that's three a game. In. That's a game, it's a different game. Cherry, yeah, no, cherry knock, one, two, three, or Kirby, those types of things. <gasps> I love and Kirby. kids still play Kirby. those now. The kids still play those Yeah, types outside of games. the house that I lived in before, <clears throat> we lived in a cul de sac and kids would play Kirby all the time. They always buy my pissing car. They. Needed put in the bin if I'm being pretty honest. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody annoying I think it's those cute kids. when they were playing Kirby. It's nice. We and Luke used to play Kirby at Robin's Word together. What, you were well, Luke? What at my mum's house? Yeah, on but Reservoir I mean, Road. like apps actually in Robin's Wood Hill. I was going to say not on Reservoir Road. You were Luke did. Yeah. Did you know Luke back then? Not when I was a kid, not as adult. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> all right. That's not allowed, apparently. <laughs> I'm being judged, everyone. <clears throat> um. 
I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I miss from child, but I think the main one has to be the no responsibilities thing. I think that would be the top of everyone's. I think even school, like I do miss school. There's elements of school. Yeah, there's elements of school Not where I think all. you never, like there's certain laughter that you had in school that you just never seem to get that back. The, the Not even now, you two piss yourself We're comedy gold, yeah. I think this is probably the closest we get to bellyache laughing and I don't think you experience but in school that used to be every day that like I used to bellyache laugh every day at different things and when you're at work every day and you don't see people every day I suppose that goes is that sad you have to be more sensible don't you mm. well you have to be sensible <coughs> in school but you just kind of didn't care as much you don't care who cares uh, I always I don't know why that's just coming to my head this isn't necessarily fair but we used to in business we always used to just take the mick and like we just didn't do any work we played cards <laughs> crazy eights whatever and then one time there was this one cupboard in the classroom that you could trap people in. It was quite a big cupboard. Oh my gosh, anyway, she's reminded of too. I got, I got trapped in, the kids pushed me in and <laughs> I was in there with another kid called Liam and we were trying to like bash our way out and then I saw this big massive metal pole and I thought, right, okay, you bash the door and I'll stick the pole into the, oh, into the door. God. And so we we um, <clears throat> if we put the pole in there. Anyway, the people on the other side, Bully. Impale someone. Um, it wasn't a bully, that's his name, Bully. Um pulled it away so he had it on the other side and then I think what they went as we tried to bash open the door again he thought I'll chuck the pole back in hit me right in the face completely split my lip open Ooh. pissing with blood and I walked out and this teacher Malamala Tabua his name was <laughs> do you remember Malamala Tabua Luke? No. Um, literally <laughs> right Stop making names up. <laughs> honestly he was brilliant he used to run in the Olympics for Barbados or something <laughs> What? I haven't, I promise, he was brilliant. He just could not give two shits whatsoever. And I was like, sir, I think I need to go home, literally holding my lip together, pissing my blood. And he just went, yeah, okay, go on then. Didn't even get out, didn't get me any tissues, didn't do anything, just let me go. I don't know if you all, if that's how you used to do his last He just used to sit there, he didn't, he did not care. I bet he thought that's what you get. He was one of those, you know, the supply teachers. Yeah, no control. He was one of them and he just didn't care. But I think that was what was brilliant because we knew we could kind of not do any work. He had more control. Because he knew we wouldn't push it. Mm. Well, though I'm saying that as we're like You're throwing. You're literally in a cupboard. <laughs> I know. You need to impale someone. But like, we wouldn't be off like causing too much hassle or anything like that. It would just be we'll <laughs> normally sit down and play cards. Wow. Yeah. What a class. I miss that. Like just <laughs> that free element. I couldn't go to work and do that now. Just me locking Colette in a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Marley sat in the waiting room. Colette, <laughs> 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 we're running a bit today. <laughs> Colette's trying to get the metal pole to open. <laughs> I do remember once one memory from school is we were like, do you have prefects in your school? Yeah. And there'd be the one. Slap one. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's a good <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Do you, you wonder why you, you get tell your story. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Your tell us why. Go on. No, you tell your story first. All right. So we would <clears throat> the prefects would like be normally year elevens, and they'd stop you from coming in on break time because you always had to be outside on break time. And there was one time we were all bored, so we hung my friend on a peg by a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I can still picture her face. We hung her on a, I think it's Home Alone, they got a similar, like, scene. Yeah, really. yeah. Hung, hung her on the peg, and her jumper was cutting off her circulation. But none of us could get her off for laughing, and she's <laughs> like, dangling by this peg. And I think she's still traumatised to it now. Sorry, Jazz. If you know. <laughs> Was it Jazz? <laughs> Hang on a peg. Oh, there's so many memories like that I have that, yeah, you just don't laugh like like that that you do now. Well, Come on, why did you any, slap a prefect? You can't pick anybody up and put them on a peg now. <laughs> I could have to put Harley on a peg. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. What do you mean? 
We'll lock her in that cupboard. Hang <laughs> on a minute. <laughs> um, I just only popped into my head because me and Luke walked past Heavenville the other day and I was like, oh my God, I'm such a prefect. Basically, I used to go home for lunch and upon my return, the prefects were at the gate and they were like, you can't come through unless you slap him. And I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> But the joke is, is that I was hell? so scared of being late for my lesson. You slapped him? I slapped him. <laughs> I walked right on through. And what did they say? Okay, they go on. They were absolutely pissing themselves laughing. Cause How old seven were you year, at this point? Year seven. And these were year 11? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, I guess my... So hang school. on, I really want to picture it. <laughs> so did you just walk up to and slap her on the face? So I'm trying to get back in. I got lunch pass. They won't let me back in. They're like, you can only come back in. We were there probably bathroom for like 10 minutes. And thinking, Bloody hell, I'm going to be late for my lesson. Um, and then in the end, I was just like... <laughs> 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. And I was like, I'll get to or whatever it was. Like, I just, oh. I never got in trouble ever. And that was not going to be the first time. So someone had to take the hit. Did you ever get told off for slapping the, the prefect? Yeah. Slapped him. I had to slap him. He had to go. Good for you. That they asked you. for it. That oh, is they did, absolutely they? hilarious. I love that. I think that's my favourite story. Thank you. I like this. So we've talked about school, which leads us on to our next topic. So we'll uh, we'll take oh, a break. Fantastic. <laughs> what a good what segue. A segue. <laughs> and after that short break, <laughs> we are carrying on the school talk and talking about what we wish. We were taught in school um, that would have set us up for life or key life skills that we had to kind of learn as we were an adult and never really had any experience of. So for me, one of those would be banks, mortgages, all of that type of thing, which you don't get any learning about in school. You just uh, are <laughs> thrown into it and it happens and take guidance from your parents and just muddle on and get on with it. Whereas we would spend however long talking about rubbish in school what would be the Algebra things, that we yeah, didn't need anything say, to do with. What would be a thing that you would have, like, <clears throat> I didn't need that? Well, like, trigonometry. When have I ever used trigonometry? Algebra. When have I used algebra? Waste of time. Whereas I think they are... Don't get me wrong, maths is very important. Of course it is. But there's times of that type of maths. Unless you want to specialise in maths. Do you think they should have, they should have added time. that, actually? You know, like, in year nine where you do your options? Mm-hmm. Do you think they should have an option like with maths if you want to do higher maths? So like trigonometry. I think we did have like that. that. We did have that in school. No, but I mean like as in you get the <coughs> choice. Down. So if you if you don't really care about that, you could do something like a life skills class instead. I of... think they'd even get more uptake than maths. Maybe that's what they're worried about. More people want the life skills than algebra. Yeah. Maybe. Don't know, but I wish they would have given that choice. Yeah, because there's so much things in life that you just yeah you just learn from your parents. Like I petrifies me to think I'm gonna be a parent one day soon <laughs> and is she gonna ask me for that advice i'm like i don't bloody know shanice sorry <laughs> i don't know the answer to that um, mummy can you help me with my homework please where's she from like that marley uh, i hope she doesn't talk like that no i won't be looking after if she talks like <laughs> um yeah like those type of questions she's gonna come to me for and i'm like oh god i don't know the answer to all those things now so i wish there was yeah some time in school that we learned Adult stuff. But you're like obviously in your late twenties, and you don't know the answers to that now. Like, what do you think the teachers would have been able to? I'm just playing devil's advocate now. Oh, I hate how, like, that. How would saying. they have planned for that? Like, what? what well, would, even like, a, what would even, you teach kids now? Well, even like, so we take the mortgage example. I would have no clue what interest-only mortgages, repayment, or what interest rates are. Like all of those types of things, I think, are quite basic, and understanding that everyone should have a 
knowledge of. So do you think actually, so before that, because I'm just thinking now, as a teenager, I probably wouldn't have given a crap about that. Mm. If, they, if they'd have sat me down for that, I probably would have been as in, interested in that as I was about some of the lessons that we did do. Yeah. But do you think they should have then done, like, how to manage money... Definitely, yeah. All that, and then yeah. done... You know, Tailored on into that, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking, because I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like, when people do go to get a mortgage, just like, oh, well, your bank account's fucked, so you're going to need to get a credit card, or you need to only have this coming out of your account, you can yeah. only use cash for X amount of time. Like, those know, are the sort of things that when you get there, you're like, uh... Do you know what we need? <laughs> like, what I learnt so much was, like, a Martin Lewis mm. in every school. Like, he's so quick and easy to understand... And keeps people occupied and, um, what's the word? Keeps their attention on things yeah. and makes things very clear and understandable. It's something like that that we need, I think, I in the schools. Martin Lewis. Oh, oh But you. he's very engaging. <laughs> I love Martin I Lewis. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't, I don't really care for him either way, to be honest with you, oh. but I think, like, yeah. Sorry, Martin, if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm to I neither dislike or overly enjoy you, so. Um, I do want to do an episode about money at some point anyway, oh, and just while, you know, Philip's here, so I've told him that I want him on that episode. He works in You want bank. him, or have you asked him? I want him on the he doesn't want to do it, so I'm well, just. Well, we have to respect their gonna, choices, don't no, we? I know, yeah, <laughs> which I am for now, but at some point we'll wean him around, like we did Sarah. You know, we'll wean in mind because I think actually, because he works in a bank and you know understands money a lot better, he probably have a better understanding of how to. I don't know. I, I literally don't know, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm pathetic with money, so I do think and money is a massive aspect of adult life, isn't it? Mm, so I do think yeah. it would be quite good to do an episode on that. Even like budgeting, like how yeah. do you budget? What you like? What's, what sort of household bills should you do? You need to pay. But and the impact of money, you know, having money, not having money, you know, mm. how you feel about yourself and how you feel about the life that you're trying to live when you don't have it. I think it's quite a massive topic. Definitely um, is. So I do think it would be worth doing one on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what have you got, Molly, that you wanted to... Um, I would probably say definitely better sex education. Oh, yeah. Like consent. Um <clears throat> teaching what? about sex like not just for reproductive purposes for like mm-hmm. actual pleasure so like this is what feels good for women this is what feels good for men talking about um your sexuality um all those and sorts what of sexualities things because, are out there I yeah suppose. and because I, I think as well like women are probably i don't know who would agree with you but we're pretty much brought up to believe that our bodies service men oh yeah we've our sex education was pretty much you have a period yeah and the biological understanding of having a period mm. was it probably for yeah us. and like having babies because yeah. they spoke about <clears throat> like masturbation for men but never was it touched on like female pleasure yeah touched on <laughs> like that sort of thing and another thing potentially maybe this could have been for like later on like year 10 11 but also, love languages would be a really good thing to yeah. teach because we all receive or view love in a different way. And when mm-hmm. we are in young relationships at that point, or really any point in our life, we don't know, you know, like Luke's very affection based, whereas I'm more service based. So, is that what your love language is? <clears throat> Acts of service? Yeah. yeah. So, like, for example, yesterday he was at home for ages and probably about. Two, three hours later, I gave him a kiss, and he was like, I was waiting all this time for you to give me a kiss, but it's just not my... You're like, I was waiting all this time for you to pick up the hoover. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bother. Don't bother. But yeah, so like things like that. Um, I think consent is a massive one, just for like, um, especially like current climate and stuff like that, all the things that 
happen and you see in the media, the conversations you have with your friends. And I think there needs to be more awareness too, just on that topic on like sending nudes mm. and things like that, where today, Snapchat and being able to send photos, it's definitely more easier now than when I was even in school. And you hear of girls being really pressurized. I mean, I'm saying from a girl's point of view, boys may get it, I don't know, Lee, you might hear of it. But girls are very pressured from boys to send photos and they get caught into it and then mm -hmm. before you know it this photo's gone around the whole school i do think that now like on that like there's that culture in the like obviously on in the gay world if you're single and you go on grinder mm. I, I expect most people probably think that you should like, send nudes yeah send some sort of provocative photo mm. you know because you'll definitely get them that's for sure <laughs> so it's like promoted from the get-go mm. um so you do f feel an element and it's not long like if you did even if you did start talking to somebody on grinder you know and having a chat it won't be long until it probably turns into uh um, so what makes you horny then mm, you know yeah, yeah. like just and you just say oh okay right the yeah, conversation's yeah. gone oh good one <clears throat> yeah. i think there should be some um, acknowledgement awareness of one from a the person sending the photo don't feel pressurized um all of that type of thing but also from a person asking for the photo what are the laws on if you get that photo, if you distribute that, these are what you could be accounted for. So it's known of how serious and how it can affect the other person. Because mm. it's easy for someone to send that in a group chat and it's widespread across everybody. And actually they could be, I don't know, I might be over-egging this, sending pornographic images without consent type thing and yeah. it could be come with a sentence or... Yeah. There needs to be more awareness on that. I don't think we're quick enough to keep up with the times in school education yeah we're not really are we no. like we just kind of try and hide from it as much as possible but really that's that is what's happening and like young girls are being pressurized into sending mm. pictures but i also think like teaching about um the culture for like gay relationships and stuff because you don't get taught anything about that in school no you know you don't know really much about what feels pleasurable in like um male and male sex or female and female mm -hmm. what sort of things you can do that sort of stuff what does that kind of relationship look like you know these are all kind of things that we're all what we um, learn from porn i suppose yeah that's what well, people yeah. get that goes back to that episode we did yeah. about porn about how a lot of people end up that's the only way they can because you can't have those conversations really with your parents mm. you're not having them with the at school with the teachers so where are you know you have to go and find that information yeah. yourself the obvious answer is porn and so you learn that that's what sex is about and that's yeah. how what gives you pleasure and that's how a man's role you know is and a woman's role it just is so messed up it's very awkward in school as well i think sex education where the boys and the girls were always split in separate classes and it was yeah. taught differently um differently separately and it always comes with an air of awkwardness yeah. whereas i think it needs to be just more open and mixed classes to different views of different people so it's more understood and Le like whatever the girls the, obviously the two are separated you don't know then what they're learning versus the other group no because um, also from a boy's point of view like, say you are straight if you were in the class where a teacher is talking to girls in particular about what gives them pleasure yeah you know or what what helps females get pleasure then as a boy when you go into that situation hopefully when you're slightly older you'll have a better idea mm. of what to do and you know it's yeah. not just this awkward thing and i don't know yeah there's something in it should be a bit more mixed, I think. Definitely. See, mine was. Yeah. Mine was mixed. Was it? Yeah. But then I only did it in year seven, so it could have been different, potentially older than that. And that was on what? 
um, periods probably yeah well it was um that video oh some of your bits don't smell nice yeah, oh, that yeah. One. That. <laughs> the one with they probably still use that now yeah the one with her family naked in the bed yeah um don't say Murphy Minge or Fanny or Cockle Dick. Oh, see, I had um, a year seven client not so long ago um, who was who just he, his session fell. He did a whole day of sex education at school. Mm. A whole day. And, That's yeah, good. Yeah. I said, oh, so what did you learn? And he said, oh, I, we had a bit on slang words for your bits. And yeah. I was like, okay, so what did you learn? Mm. And he was like, oh, you know, I learned about cock and you know <laughs> all these things. And I said, and, he, and then he was like, can we learn about slang words for sex? And then I was like, okay, what did you... And he said, and he started laughing. He said, I learned about fucking. I loved it, but he's 11. And I was like, oh, okay. But... Why would you want to, like... Why would there be time spent on learning about the slang words of that? Yeah. Like, I don't know what the value is in Probably to normalise it. Yeah, probably, actually. Which I don't mind. I really don't mind. I think that's quite <clears> good. Because you want to normalise things as much as possible. You don't want somebody to... Because I suppose if you... Say you did use the words... Quite so us. <laughs> yeah, going around. <laughs> yeah. Anybody want fellatio? <laughs> But, like, obviously, if in, like, we grew up in a house that was a Christian household, so obviously you wouldn't have heard any slang word, well, you probably didn't talk about sex at all, really, in our house. You know, if we do now. Until we do now. (laughs) Um, But, I don't know, you don't want that shame element to it. Mm. So if you've got parents that, like, you cannot use the word cock. But then... But then you're taught at school that actually cock is okay. Like, you've just got to find what your language is. Mm. Like, that's so much better than... Because I think as well, like what also falls into that is like learning about different cultures, ethnicities, races, because mm-hmm. um, there are going to be different elements in some people's cultures where they don't have sex until a certain age or they don't do this until a certain not even just around sex, like anything, mm-hmm. any sort of, um, I'm not going <laughs> to plug any out because I don't really know any, but we don't do enough to learn about other cultures in our society. And I think that's really quite shameful because... We are a multicultural race, aren't we? Mm-hmm. You know, we do have a lot of kids in school who aren't represented or recognised. Their lives aren't recognised. And that, I think for me, the only time we ever learnt about different things was in RE class. Yeah, as I say, RE. Yeah. Mm, and that's, that's a shame, really. I, I am very aware that we're like, none of us have been in school for, what, 10 years? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, it, obviously, if there's anybody listening that is a teacher and you want to. Oh God, challenge us on that but I know that obviously like things are covered like sexual education probably is better now than when we were younger you know I, I bet they'd probably do more on money and stuff now mm. but I just I still don't think there's enough about mm. you know yeah teaching you about how to cope with life after school it's all about you know just getting these results it, the, the focus is too much on that. Oh, you definitely. need these results to get to the next path. But actually, the yeah. majority of your life is spent trying to live. So actually, there should be more on that mm-hmm. for me. And like you made a point earlier about understanding love languages. Mm. And like I think that would be like really valuable. But also just even things like, you know, the personality tests. Understanding like, you know, being introvert, extrovert, what you, you know, what type of... Yeah, what type of personality you have and then probably how that impacts you in terms of being with other people. Mm. What type of jobs you're more likely to go for when you're like that. What makes you feel comfortable, makes you not comfortable. I don't know what your relationships will look like if you're like this. You know, if you are an avoidant, this is what happens. If you're, I don't know, just things like that. Attachment, Mm. personality tests. Yeah, because actually we don't really, like. I think all of us probably have got to understand how we are or how we love. Probably only really recently we've understood ourselves and we're, what? 
this much on into our lives and how and had relationships already yeah we could have been better equipped to more but i just think like even in relationship like i remember doing that personality quiz with daniel years ago and did it um, say you weren't matched then (laughs) no it didn't didn't talk about that but i just meant it in that moment like i read out the the blog after and daniel did his typical he was like oh it probably doesn't work (laughs) anyway i read out the whole blurb after that kind of describes him and he was just smirking the whole way through because it was him to a t (laughs) but what it then did was it helped me to understand him a little bit better but also him then when it was my blurb understand me a bit and that helps you relate to to each Mm. other as opposed to we all got to fit in this kind of Mm. i don't know we kind of get the one view you know and i just think we could um understand other views a lot more yeah yeah like yeah jaggy um <laughs> but like even on that like so like mental health let's learn about better mental health How i'd like to think that's definitely more prominent yeah. in schools now i really hope that it is like it definitely wasn't mentioned at all in when i was in school you might have said some days you get days where you're sad <laughs> and that's probably it that was mm. the most detail it went into but i'd like to think it's more advanced Today. I didn't even think we had that. No. Uh, yeah, I don't even. I don't think I cannot remember any single teacher doing a lesson. And I'm trying to think. Like we obviously had PSHE. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Personal <laughs> social health and education. Yeah, we had that once a week. Yeah, uh, but, but that was that's what I mean. Like that. Those are the lessons that probably should be. Life you should skills be having that. And all these bits of yeah, lessons, I think yeah. they. You know, I think when I worked at Brockworth, they did. A, they did change it to like life skills or whatever. But those are the lessons, they just tag an hour onto the end or at the beginning, you know, we'll just add that onto registration or whatever. Yeah. Whereas they're the ones that are important. But, yeah, I don't think I ever, I cannot remember a single teacher going, right, okay, when you're older you might struggle with anxiety or depression. Uh-huh. Or yeah. And granted, mental health is better now than it was, uh, understanding of mental health is better now than it was, how long, what are we talking now? 20 years ago. 20 years was... ago. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> that was a personal attack. That was a personal attack. <laughs> well, that's probably why with the generations also becoming more understanding of mental health, where we've spoken before, our parents and our grandparents aren't necessarily that well-receiving of mental health. It's kind of they're still in the pull your socks up, get on with it type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and we're probably on the cusp of our generation of understanding it and buying into it. It's probably from our school because it was sort of touched on. Although you're saying for you it wasn't. Yeah. It's kind of touched on. Whereas I hope for the generation that are in school now, it's much more there. And it's I'm much fascinated more to see what this generation grows up to yeah. be like when they're our age. You know, because I do... It, whether they are uh, more, to use the term, messed up, because actually everything's got a diagnosis and everything. That is got what a, we're very know, need to be careful of, don't we? we? Need, yeah, you don't want to be like this pendulum where actually we had nothing, no no understanding of mental health, to all of a sudden there's a label for everything and mm-hmm. we're too far the other way that we don't take accountability for ourselves almost. I'm not saying that, you know, if you suffer with anxiety... I think we are risk of going that way. That. But, yeah, we need to be careful and hopefully we, we do get this nice balance of in the middle. Mm. Um, I think it's less about the diagnosis and more about, OK, so how we move forward from now how can we help ourselves like obviously yeah like you've been talking a lot about self-compassion lately and yeah mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of that that probably i didn't even know what self-compassion was until Colette was like how are you compassionate to yourself and i was like huh <laughs> what's that but like yeah so like things like that in schools like how can i be kind to myself mm. like this yeah. is these exams are really tough or i've got a lot of anxiety around my GCSEs okay well those feelings are probably just for the situation that's going on how can I be kinder to myself how can I help Mm -hmm. myself so I think like yeah okay great diagnosis no problem 
where do we move from there? It seems to be people are being diagnosed and then like, okay, no, off you go. Off you go, yeah. yeah. Live with that now. Yeah. Whereas like, uh, okay. I guess <laughs> you also, want them, like... But it's in schools though, there's only so much time. Like, there's only so much on a timetable you can yeah. fit in. So what would you what would you pull from the school timetable? Uh, I don't know what I would pull, but could like you know extra after school activities and stuff. I suppose that would can uh, mean that people would have to choose to do it. I would pull maths because I just hated maths. No, but, like I'm a massive <laughs> maths lover. Like that growing up, that was my thing. That numbers made sense to me. Mm. But even I would suggest that there's a limit to probably how much maths you need. Mm. Like it, I don't fully understand why you know. In order to get to the next course, you need maths and English, like annotating a poem and understanding yeah, the I don't, degree. Yeah, of all it. that. Yeah, like, art. PE in the bin. No, I get. I love PE. He wants to. I try to have a note every bloody PE lesson. I I think physical exercise. Physical exercise. All right. It's actually um. <laughs> it's beneficial for children and people and yeah. teenagers. However, yes, could it be done more in the style of the Joe Wick style? Yeah. Of like actually doing something to make yourself feel good rather than netball, football. I don't care. Yeah, why do I want to play shot put for? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do why that. Why do I want to run the 400 meters? <laughs> Literally. I'm not Mulla Mulla. I'm sorry. Mulla Mulla. Mulla Mulla. I don't want to run the 400 meters. Mulla Mulla. Mulla Mulla. Yeah, you're so right though. Like, the things I had to do in PE just ended up making me feel worse because I yeah. don't, I can't play hockey or exactly. football or rugby. Why am I playing rugby? Put your wicks on. Let's do a fifteen minute hit. But then what about yeah. those people that like I loved all that. I loved the team sports. Mm. And, you know. So what about those people that did? Does there need to be more need differentiation? To have more then? Yeah. But then obviously schools will go. Well, how can we afford that? You need a teacher to go and supervise that, and a teacher to go and supervise that. We're well, we worry about the logistics of things. Oh, right, we're just talking about. Okay. <laughs> but then we used to have like you know like they had like. Boys PE and girls PE. So instead of doing, I don't know if it's still like that now, but we had like two teachers in our group, two teachers in the other group. Well, that's four teachers there that could split a group, a whole group of students into four different categories. This group wants to do rugby, that's their main focus. This group would rather do this, this group would rather do that. Like you could do it that way. Like, why are we restricting people to certain things? Because I just like some people like you, like I you enjoyed it great fantastic but like for people like me i had to get changed first of all in a group room of people yeah, that was it. how then i had to embarrass myself every single week because i couldn't hit the ball that was hell for me i mm. absolutely hated people yeah. actually that choice would have been quick because as much as i enjoyed the team like i hate rugby yeah and i knew that, oh, t- yes yeah <laughs> um yeah, I knew. So yeah, even if I when it got to that bit where they were like, right, this week's team thing is rugby, mm. I could then have the choice to go and do a Joe Wicks video yeah. or whatever yeah. the thing is. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be much better. Or do we just extend the school day by an hour and make sure that these other topics we've discussed are covered also? What's well, an hour till four o'clock? You're in till four now, guys. <laughs> sort of a. What's we're not word? we're not thrilled about that really <laughs> <laughs> sort of like a mandatory after school club yeah like you have to pick one yeah like even if it's like once a week pick and that could like yeah i guess so but then you'd probably then still end up having the same feelings about school that we do like oh we had to do this and there was nothing on the list i wanted to do but i had to learn about like the that. things as well i suppose for me like you chose in year 10 but year 7 to year 9 we did drama what benefit is drama to me oh god i had enough or drama music I don't care for music. 
There needs to be some more no, sort think, of... Like... I do think you need an element of those in there, but maybe it's like dipping your toe into them instead. And then obviously, like I, I said, when you get to year nine... I don't want to learn on the keyboard. Two maybe when you get to year nine, you do get to kind of specialise a little bit. So if actually you want to go off and do music yeah. or maths, or mm, it's just then yes. a higher level of those subjects. So maybe for the first two years, yes, it's a bit more... I don't know, you, you dip your toe into everything. Mm. But then maybe it needs to be earlier that you get to do your options and they're yeah. a bit more specific. I suppose actually you need that exposure to know if it's something you want to go down exactly. the route of. Yeah, yeah that's just like constant like tasters, I guess. It's just too much to learn, I suppose. Yeah, I just, I think like, like languages, I think is a great one. Yeah. I think they could probably expand in that as well. Um, and... Sorry, there's an exterior conversation there's going on here. Don't you know, we've got two other <laughs> participants sat in our background that's causing some interference with the podcast. And Lee's letting himself be distracted. He is. I, know, I don't know if it's important podcast that you're trying to say to Oh, right, okay. Right, Thank well, you. Rafa Benitez, he's literally don't care. That could have waited, Lou. That could have waited. I just had a good point there, now it's gone. <laughs> Like oh, yeah. I was going to say, maybe parents need to be better, mm. although this is also... Struggle. Yeah, because obviously people working full-time and have to run the house and blah, blah, blah. But is there, like, there's got to be now in the world more YouTube videos or things online that you can get for yourself that teaches you these life skills or you learn more about equality and diversity and things like that. Do parents need to be more... I mean, I'm saying this like it's easy. Yeah. Parents be, make this more accessible for children what, to can do. can you imagine your kid being at school all day and then no, you get them, you sit there and you work, I'm giving you your tea, but then you're going to sit down and you're going to watch a video. I can't, to be honest. Equality. I'm just trying to think of how we get this into no, I know. people's lives. Because there is also... Like, I don't think it is easy to <clears> squeeze <throat> it into what's currently on a school timetable. No, but I think, that, I think what's on the school timetable needs to be looked at. Yeah, it does, because yeah. actually, like you said, you know, I think every lesson probably there, I reckon even the teachers would be able to go, you're massively unlikely, like 95% unlikely to use that in the future. Mm. When you get to those bits, maybe they need to be removed. So instead of having, say, like art, I'm just picking that because that came to my head, instead of having art twice a month, you actually only then only have it once a month. Yeah. So you're still dipping your toe in, and you've still then got that option in year 9, 10 to go and take it on if you want to. But, mm. you know, there's not as much. Um, stuff to learn because most of it's irrelevant yeah yeah you're probably right and I also would be fascinated to know what the benefits like were for these different lessons so like what were the benefits from the things oh, we learned like, in English why classic? did we try them? Like, why are they there in the first yeah, place yeah why are they there well like annotating a poem yeah, or like, you know, comprehension exercises, stuff like that, like different elements of history and maths and I forgot all about that. history actually yeah. so that was I found it interesting, but I don't know how it's benefited my life today. But mm. is there a reason why those lessons are there? Or is it just a rigorous mm. system that it's been in place for so long now that no one's really thought any different? It's kind of it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, know. guys, we just want to rip up the timetable start again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get rid school. So Boris, if you're listening, pull oh, us I in. think he's got enough on his plate. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably having a party yeah, somewhere. He's got enough on his plate in the back garden. Yeah. <laughs> it was a work meeting. He's got, he's got that bossan out. We was dinner with cheese board. But um, yeah, is there anything else? I suppose before we kind of close up, is there anything else that you think you wish you'd have been taught? So we got we got a bit of sex. We got a bit of. What was yours? Money. Mine would be just understanding self more. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, definitely that. Like understanding you as an individual. That's yeah. what I think would be so much more... 
valuable. I do think there's too much. My my old boss used to um, use the term square peg in a round hole. Mm. There's so much of that I think in in oh, the in the education okay. system that it's it's wrong. Whereas if actually you have you can come out of school with more of an understanding of okay, this is who I am at the moment. This is what I like. Um, you're probably then better set to make decisions for yourself or cope. I do definitely think as well, you know, understanding self, being taught things like self-compassion, being taught things like resilience, mm. you know, because like we talk to our kids in the football thing, you know, that football is always secondary, but what we try and teach them for the year by taking them on tour is about independence and resilience. And, you know, you can see the kids in that moment are probably thinking, what, what the hell are you on about? Because they've not been taught it. Mm. So we're having to teach them you know what it's like to kind of think for yourself mm. like when we we make it really really simple where we say that we do not want to see any parents turning up to football carrying their son's bag mm. they're 11 years old they can carry it themselves yeah. but but because parent a lot of parents are like helicopter parents aren't they and you know and mm. want to make make sure but they get they just get used to it that's how it works mm. it must and be hard so, to break that of course it is so that's why the minute they come out the car and i see a parent carrying it, i go why are you carrying that bag and then and they know straight away they just smirk now and the kid will then take it. But, like, just silly things like that. Like, mm. just teach them to... They, they can do it themselves. They can pack their own bag. Yeah. You know, but... And they, they, the parents are like, oh, I don't oh, know. I think that's going to be I like take, me. I'm going to be so controlling. But then you take them on tour. Pack. We take them on tour. And Paul and I don't do it. Like, they've got to do it for themselves. And they do. Yeah, and that would be so valuable. You know, life. the yeah. amount of parents that, in the years that I've done it, because I get a new set of kids every year, that, especially Jersey, we go there for a week. So they have to look after themselves pretty much for a week. Oh. And we facilitate that. And so the amount of parents that I have spoken to, even now, and they go that bit where they're... Because they get marked on um, their rooms and how tidy it is. They get marked and they're eating, you know. And the parents say, even still now, he tidies his room now. He showers every day. Mm. He'll he'll try things, you know, just because we expose them to mm. it. I think there should be more about that and mm. resilience and independence. Even I vulnerability, think. I think, as well. Like yeah, teaching like that's OK. That, yeah, that's cool. You know, that sucks. That's okay. Yeah. All right. When we go to the American, that sucks. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, but it's true, isn't it? It's it? true. Yeah. You can't like a boy crying when they're younger. It's probably uh, unheard of when I grew up. But, yeah, yeah, I do think that's better now. Yeah. From what I can tell, you know, I've got like I said, I've got a few young clients who are male, and I do think that is better now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's still there's still a long way to go. Yeah. I've even got a 14 year old who lost his dad last year, and you know he still won't allow himself to go because now he thinks he's got to be the man mm. and there's still that element of mm-hmm. a man needs to be strong That's so he's still got a way to go yeah. but um, yeah you know Jack. Jack. it's better than it was That's all we can hope for really isn't it for things to be better than it was Yeah Alright That's it Another episode done In yes. the bag In the bag, in the bag. Number 19 It's our 20th what anniversary we next week next week one How are we going to celebrate? Um, with food as always food <laughs> suggestions welcome yeah <laughs> right um, on a postcard <laughs> take care everybody thank take you podcast peace blah 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 blah, blah. blah, blah.